Hello, and welcome to the Responsive Family Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Hawley, holistic sleep coach, lactation consultant, peaceful parenting educator, and mom. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by all the conflicting sleep info, frustrated with sleep information that just plain felt wrong, or searched desperately for a truly gentle and responsive sleep approach, then you are in the right place. In each episode, we'll be answering your most pressing baby and toddler sleep questions, busting those sleep myths, and helping you understand truly developmental, biologically normal baby and toddler sleep plus encouraging you to trust your intuition along the way. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about what to do when your little fights a nap. I think this has got to be one of the most frustrating things, or maybe it's fighting bedtime. I don't know. It's definitely a toss-up, but fighting naps is such a common struggle and such a frustrating struggle especially when you know they're tired or you know they really need to get that nap in and it's just, it's not happening. Now, my oldest was a champion nap fighter. Oh my gosh, like he really just could push through and not fall asleep for so many reasons, especially as a toddler. And so I promise you, I have been there. (laughs) I have felt the frustration dealt with the overtired, overhyper, wired, cranky kiddo who didn't nap when they were supposed to. And with my daughter, let me tell you, she dropped her nap or tried to drop her nap at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 when she was two. And she definitely still needed to nap. And she was really struggling with her brother being home and all the changes. And that nap went haywire and it was all over the place. Um, And so... Um, that was her big, big uh, period of nap fighting when she still really still needed it. Overall, she was an easier napper, an easier sleeper, but naps, they're rough. And so I think it's really important to acknowledge that most babies will fight naps at some point, but if you have a really sensitive, persistent, active, lower sleep needs kind of kiddo, if they tick any of those boxes, um, it's very uh, common for them to, to fight naps more. And so there's a temperament piece in fighting naps, as well as some other pieces that can shape how those naps play out. Now, when we figure out their formula for the smoothest naps we can get for them at that period, things often go a lot better. And that means we have the timings right, we have the transitions right, the routines right, the environments right for them, and can minimize some of the things that lead to them fighting naps so much. But I think it's also really an important kind of reality check that not all kiddos are going to have this really smooth settling down process for sleep. And that's a temperament thing um, in many ways. And so sometimes it's not going to look exactly like we'd want but a lot of times we really can take a, a bunch of that struggle out of the nap process and, and having it so it's not consuming our days and causing, you know, the amount of stress that it can when your little is regularly fighting sleep. Oh my gosh, it's so stressful. So let's go through some of the big reasons why your baby or your toddler might be fighting naps. So first is around 
tiredness, like in the timing piece of it all. If your baby or your toddler has not built up enough sleep pressure, they're not going to be ready to sleep. They're not going to be tired and they're not going to be ready for sleep. And so this can be about how long they've been awake. This can be about the timing, you know, compared to other naps. This can be sometimes even uh, like the first nap of the day was super, super long. And so they've like slept too much of their daytime sleep and they're just not tired enough for that second nap, even though they've been awake for a while. And so there's a big timings piece here um, around, you know, your little needs to be tired in order to be ready to nap. And, you know, sometimes when they've been awake a super long time and you know they're tired, but their body is already sending them signals to kind of push through and they're getting a big second wind and it's really hard to calm down during a, a second wind, right? Because their body is like, oh, we're supposed to stay awake. We're supposed to stay awake. We didn't have that opportunity to sleep. And they're too hyper, too wired, or too cranky in order to settle down. And so in that case, sometimes we just need to give it some more time, right? Even if they've already had a lot of time, let them calm back down, and then we can get them to sleep. So a lot of times, littles will start will fight naps when they just didn't burn off enough energy during the time they're awake. And so this is especially true for our highly active kiddos that need a lot of stimulation and a lot of activity in order to be tired enough for sleep to to really be ready to settle down for sleep. So it's not just about how long they've been awake, but the amount of activity and stimulation they've had during that awake period. Uh, many littles need a transition, right? They can't go from super active play and then to sleep, right? That abrupt transition can be hard for some littles. And so a pre-nap routine, uh, maybe some calmer play ahead of the nap can really help bring their energy down more slowly and have them headed into nap time in a, a better place. Sometimes their sleep environment is just really distracting, right? If we're trying to get a nap in, um, out and about in a restaurant, uh, at a park, around a play date, older siblings, you know, some kids can do that really, really well. And some littles can do that in some phases really well, but not other phases. And so some kiddos just need a calmer, less stimulating environment in order to settle down for sleep. And, you know, that, that might just be who they are. Another big reason, and oh my gosh, this was so my oldest, um, is fear of missing out, right? FOMO, they have FOMO. There's, they know other exciting things are happening and they just will fight sleep to stay engaged and stay aware and stay knowing what's happening. This is my oldest, like I said, all the time. This is my youngest at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh my gosh, she needed to know what her brother was up to. And knowing that he was home and in the house, she just could not settle down for a nap. And that's a hard one to deal with because there's only so much we can do and we can pretend, oh, it's boring around here. Nothing's happening. You can be like, oh, mommy and daddy or, you know, your parents are going to take a nap and too. And oh, nothing happens while you nap. But, you know, it can be really hard for some littles to disconnect and uh, let go of that engagement um, in the world and what's happening around them. Some kids sleep better at daycare because when everyone's going down for nap at the same time, because there isn't that fear of missing out. It's like that, 
not peer pressure, but, you know, everyone's going down, everyone's doing it, and they're able to sleep better when they're in that kind of environment. Um, of course, we can, you know, have a whole conversation about the flip side of not napping well at daycare and childcare settings, but I do find sometimes that everyone's going to sleep at the same time, particularly for toddlers, right, um, can help with some of that fear of missing out. So your little's fighting a nap for whatever reason. Doesn't matter. I mean, it does in the sense that you want to look for patterns, but it doesn't matter in the sense that in the moment, what do you do? You try for a nap, maybe for about 15 minutes. And if it is clearly not happening, take a break. Go do something else. Play quietly, read a book, take the pressure off. Just don't try to get a baby down for a nap forever and ever and ever. It's so frustrating. It's frustrating for them. It's frustrating for you. And for whatever reason in the moment that they're not napping, accept it. It could be that they're not tired. It could be they're having trouble down-regulating. It could be whatever. Just take a break, do something else, and try again. Um, and that just takes so much of the frustration out of it. Yes, it does mean the timing might be off. It does mean that maybe you try for the nap, uh, you know, a couple times. But almost always that's better than trying for a nap for a really, really long time. Because if they're not ready, let's burn some energy off. Let's connect. Let's do something that's not going to get us as the parents super worked up and frustrated. Uh, because if we get worked up and frustrated – kiddo is going to get more worked up and frustrated. Um, and if we're talking about babies or, or I guess even toddlers, right, you can always pop them in a carrier, like baby wear them or in a stroller and go for a walk. And um, if you have a little that does sleep well out and about, just wait for them to, to conk out, wait for them to go to sleep. So that's another option as well that doesn't necessarily work for all kiddos, but can work for some. So I hope this gives you some gives you some things to think about when you're having a little that fights naps. Something we didn't talk about that I just want to mention briefly before we go is sometimes fighting naps does mean it's time for a nap transition and that we need to just not just reassess like a little bit of timings. Do they need to be awake longer? But really think about do they still need this nap? Are we are we gonna have days where we're gonna drop the nap and and be at a fewer naps or no nap. And so navigating that process is, is really a whole nother conversation, right? But I think it's another thing to think about. And to remember that every time your little is fighting naps, that does not necessarily mean that they are ready to drop a nap. And so there's a whole bunch of factors that will shape whether it's time to drop the nap. But that's not necessarily the first thing that I would jump to when they're fighting naps, unless you know, unless you've troubleshooted um, some of these other things first and have a sense that, you know, it's really time for that nap to go and, and for them to, to find a new nap rhythm. So from one parent, <laughs> from one mom to another, who's had quite the many, many, many naps with a, a nap fighting kiddo, I send you strength, I send you patience, and I, I hope this episode has given you some some ideas, some things to look for, some patterns to look for, and some adjustments you can make. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode left you feeling more informed, confident, and encouraged on your sleep journey. And just a reminder before you go that nothing in this episode is individualized to your specific sleep situation 
nor is it to be taken as medical advice. Take what resonates, ignore what doesn't, and check with your healthcare provider about any medical concerns. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. And take a moment to rate, review, or share an episode you love on social media. All of that helps parents just like you find me, this podcast, and this gentle and responsive sleep information. I'll see you next time.